0: The Lord be with you and also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. In virtual worship, our sanctuary empty, we gather this Sunday, May 17th, for This I Believe Sunday. In the spirit of one who sang, Unite the pair so long disjoined, knowledge and vital piety, learning and holiness combined truth and love for all to see. The liturgy, music, and sermon are offered in the praise of God for our virtual congregation through WBUR 90.9 FM and our listenership now and later at WBUR.org. We welcome your prayerful and material support, your written or emailed responses, your self-selection of forms of leadership, ministry, and service in our midst. And as the spirit moves, and when and as it is again permitted and safe to do so, your presence with us here in worship. Today's service of worship includes the greeting and sermon, new this week, along with music and liturgy rebroadcast from 2017. Although our nave is empty, the music is full. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. God, you have prepared for those who love you such good things as surpass our understanding. Pour into our hearts such love towards you that we, loving you in all things and above all things, may obtain your promises, which exceed all that we can desire. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. We begin each week with worship, and each worship hour with a moment of confession, wherein we recognize our frailty, fragility, and mortality, and lift in individual prayer our paused consideration of confession for this week past and the week to come. As the choir guides us in our Kyrie, may we bow in prayer. Let us pray. Beloved, if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Thanks Thanks be to God.
1: A lesson from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 1, verses 15 through 17 and 21 through 26. In those days, Peter stood up among the believers. Together, the crowd numbered about 120 persons and said, Friends, the scripture had to be fulfilled, which the Holy Spirit through David foretold concerning Judas, who became a guide for those who arrested Jesus, for he was numbered among us and was allotted his share in this ministry. So one of the men who have accompanied us during all that time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from the baptism of John until the day when he was taken up from us. One of these must become a witness with us to his resurrection. So they proposed to Joseph, called Barsabas, who was also known as Justus and Matthias. And they prayed and said, Lord, you know everyone's heart. Show us which one of these two you have chosen to take the place in this ministry and apostleship from which Judas turned aside to go to his own place. And they cast lots for them, and the lot fell on Matthias. And he was added to the eleven apostles. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
2: Beloved, please join me in reading Psalm 1 with the Antiphon. are those who do not follow the advice of the wicked, or take the path that sinners tread, or sit in the seat of scoffers. But their delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law they meditate day and night. They are like trees planted by streams of waters, which yield their fruit in its season, and their leaves do not wither. In all that they do they prosper. The wicked are not so but are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the ways of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will
3: perish.
4: Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to St. John, chapter 17, verses 6 through 19. Glory to you, O Lord. I have made your name known to those whom you gave me from the world. They were yours, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything you have given me is from you. For the words that you gave me, I have given to them, and they have received them, and know in truth that I came from you, and they have believed that you sent me. I am asking on their behalf. I am not asking on behalf of the world, but on behalf of those whom you gave me, because they are yours. All mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I have been glorified in them. And now I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them in your name that you have given me, so that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them, I protected them in your name that you have given me. I guard them. And not one of them was lost, except for the one destined to be lost, so that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I am coming to you, and I speak these things in the world, so that they may have my joy made complete in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them because they do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. I'm not asking you to take them out of the world, but ask you to protect them from the evil one. They do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth, as you have sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself so that they may also be sanctified in truth. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, you, Lord Christ. Christ.
0: We gladly and proudly welcome to the Marsh pulpit this morning, in keeping with our long-standing annual tradition, four Boston University seniors, soon to be graduates, to reflect on the great and annual theme, This I Believe. First, Alec Vaughn. Alec will re- graduate with a Bachelor of Arts in International Relations from the Pardee School of Global Studies in the College of Arts and Sciences. While at BU, Alec has been a member of Delta Phi Epsilon, served as the treasurer of BU Hala for Hunger, received the Capstone Researcher Award from the College of General Studies, and interned as a Marsh Associate here at Marsh Chapel. Next year, Alec will begin his graduate studies at Boston University School of Theology to pursue a Master of Divinity degree in Episcopal Chaplaincy. Second, Seely Johnson, Celie will graduate with a Bachelor of Science in Psychology and Human Development from the Wheelock College of Education and Human Development. Seely has been an active member of the Alpha Phi Omega co-ed service sorority and has served as a Marsh Associate here at Marsh Chapel for the past two years. Seely is currently seeking employment after graduation. Third, Hilary Santiago Alos will graduate with a Master of Divinity with a focus in pastoral ministry from the School of Theology. During her time at BU, Hillary was a member of Raices Latinas and the School of Theology Students of Color student groups, sang with the BU School of Theology Seminary Singers, served as a videographer for the School of Theology's media assistant team, and was a ministry associate in the Global Ministry Department at Marsh Chapel. Hillary's future plans include carrying out her vocation as a Christian educator in teaching young people about Christianity and providing guidance in spiritual formation. Hillary recorded her This I Believe reflection at her home in Canovañas, Puerto Rico. Fourth, Thomas Batson. Tom will graduate magna cum laude with a Bachelor of Music and Piano Performance from the College of Fine Arts and a Bachelor of Arts in English from the College of Arts and Sciences. During his time at BU, Tom served as the chief of staff for the BU student government in 2018-19, wrote for the Daily Free Press, and interned at Marsh Chapel as a Marsh associate, founding the Marsh Organization for Volunteer Engagement, MOVE assisting with the Sunday morning book study and serving as rehearsal accompanist for the Thurman Choir. Tom is seeking out job opportunities in arts administration, environmental activism, and paralegal work after graduation. Tom recorded his, this I believe, reflection in San Diego, California.
5: Good morning. My name is Alec Vaughn. This I believe. I believe in the human race's ability to build family, that we may find company with each other no matter where we are in the world, what language we speak, or what background we hold. I am what they call a wash ashore, a transplant. My parents relocated us from Maryland to the Cape when I was the ripe age of three. Growing up with no relatives in the North, I had to build my own family. The village that raised me sent me off to BU in January of 2017, where I would be given the same task, building another family. At Boston University, I have developed yet another list of family members. From classmates, dorm mates, professors, and mentors, I have felt the same kind of care, respect, and concern that I do from all of my own biological family. I believe that God is with us and in us and beside us. God has never left my side and has walked with me through these past four years. God brought me into community and into family here at Boston University. As I prepare to enter the next phase of my life, my memories here will not fade because family doesn't go away they are always with you. This I believe, that we grow closer to God when we are with God's children, that our faith grows in the power of love and understanding when we communicate and demonstrate these principles in our daily actions. My faith at Boston University grew deeper roots as I saw the value of being involved in a religious community here at Marsh Chapel. The ability to seek and build fellowship among my peers and be open about faith has helped me develop a certainty about my beliefs and actions, knowing that wherever I go, I walk with Christ. This I believe, that my family here at Boston University will be the catalyst for change that this world so greatly demands. That we will be the next greatest generation of scholars, leaders, educators, and change makers in the world never quitting, and always striving to make a difference. This I believe, that we shall never stop striving to be the best that we can be. This I believe, that in our search for the truth in our life, our calling is revealed to us, one step at a time. We are all called to fill some role in the world, and as we seek this calling, may we find family and friends along the way that we may be blessed with people that support and love us. My family here at Boston University has brought me closer to God, a gift I hope to share with my family in the future. I hope that we may all feel God's presence in our lives as we prepare the next chapter of our
6: lives. Good morning, my name is Celie Johnson. Four years ago, when I came to Boston, I knew that it would be a transition and I knew there would be challenges. I chose to attend Wheelock College, a small liberal arts school specializing in education, human development, and child life. Things went well and I was thriving as a typical college student from a small town in Alabama. That May, two weeks before I was to fly back, I received an email that would change everything. Wheelock College as I knew it was closing in June 2018 and would be merging with Boston University. I cried, I yelled, and I prayed my way through everything. I returned to Boston ready for the challenge of a new normal. Additionally, I was also determined to stay true to my faith. The most important thing for me was to find a church and a church family, especially then. Soon, I found my prayers answered at Marsh Chapel and got the internship of my dreams. The lessons I have learned during my time at Marsh Chapel will stay with me for the rest of my life. The first time I attended night prayer at Marsh junior year, I immediately felt at home. I don't know if it was the stained glass windows or the sound of the organ, but it felt so familiar to me as a cradle Episcopalian. In between prayers and meditations, I felt the Holy Spirit flow through the nave. And it was at this moment that I knew I had found my second home. This I believe truly, that things happen for a reason, whether we are prepared or not. I believe that God gets us through anything life throws our way. And I believe that with God, all things can be possible if we just have faith. Finally, our lives and our faith prepare us for the transitions that life brings.
7: Hello, my name is Hilary Santiago and I will be talking about my spiritual journey these past three years. After finishing my undergrad studies, I did not know that I would be able to uh, attend a university in the United States, ever. Even though I have faith in God, I never expected such a door to be open for me. But God works in mysterious ways. That come to test the faith of those that believe in Him. After my acceptance at Boston University, everything seems like a dream. Everything was perfect. The people was friendly, Boston was beautiful, and the professors were very supportive. But nothing lasts forever. And two weeks into my MD program, a Category Five hurricane impacted my home in Puerto Rico. For a few weeks, I didn't know anything about the status of my family, and that affected me mentally. Despite this tragedy, I saw God hand-leading me one step at a time. I accidentally found a job after having a casual conversation with a lady. That gave me peace to be able to cover my expenses but I never thought that I would be also able to sustain my family financially back in Puerto Rico for almost four months. I saw God in every professor and classmate that came to see me and share words of encouragement. And now in my last semester, I'm surprised at how fast the time has passed. After everything that happened, I cannot stop thinking in those events. every way for God to show me how to learn to be patient. This year began with more challenges in Puerto Rico. A six-point-three earthquake occurred in January, affecting many families. However, people saw a symbol of God present in that event. The earthquake caused half of a church. To collapse. The church was 150 years old. However, an open Bible on top of the altar with a piece of, piece of bread by its side was a symbol of hope for the people that God was still in control. After three years of studying at Boston University, I was looking forward to celebrating my graduation and close this chapter of my life to explore new possibilities. But once again, another test of patient called COVID-19 has come to disrupt my reality. However, in this I believe. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough troubles of its own. Matthew 6, 34. These past three years has been a journey of learning, of growing, of taking one step at a time, and being patient. The future is our but my trust in God is permanent. Today I chose to work for others and believe that God will give me the strength to take the right step and help those that need new guidance.
8: Good morning. My name is Tom Batson. I would like to take a moment to thank the staff, musicians and community, past and present of Marsh Chapel, for your guidance and spiritual fulfillment. I stand here today, a reflection of your time and your presence. Now, as I reflect upon the end of my BU experience, I hear and feel the echoes of one of Dean Hill's poignant meditations In fact, often while sitting in prayer, alone, or in community, this phrase enters my thoughts. Death makes us mortal. Facing death makes us human. The phrase is a striking one, a truthful one. It is one that interweaves faith and lived experience with brevity and sincerity. Mind and heart love and loss reflection and action all experience gives heartfelt substance to the sentence death makes us mortal facing death makes us human 2017 a death within democracy in january of 2017 i sat and watched our nation fall prey to privilege deception, and fear. In this year, our country's blinding historical hatred crept to the fore. In this moment, I was challenged to find belief in love in the face of hate. On the evening of the election, I remember reading Toni Morrison's Song of Solomon, a work filled with the complexities of reobtaining identity in the face of death. Hear her words today. Give me hate, Lord. I'll take hate any day. But don't give me love. I can't carry it. It's too heavy. Jesus, you know. You know all about it. Ain't it heavy? Jesus? Ain't it heavy? 2018. A brush with death. In June of 2018, I sat helpless at the bedside of my former girlfriend as she battled cancer and pneumonia simultaneously. In this moment, I became witness to the strength of the human spirit and body. Her full recovery in the face of death was an awe inspiring act of both courage and vulnerability. In this moment, I was challenged to find belief. In the joy of perseverance. Sitting on the BU beach after the release from the hospital, I remember reading Ralph Waldo Emerson's essay, Experience. After Emerson's young son died of scarlet fever, he attempted to rekindle joy, praising the strength of the human spirit, writing, Never mind the ridicule. Never mind the defeat. Up again, old heart. It seems to say there is victory yet for all justice. 2019, oh, untimely death. In July of 2019, I sat in my dorm room, grieving, unable to tear my eyes from those three short words. Oh, untimely death. The night's reading assignment during the summer term Shakespeare's King Lear, a play consumed by death, which felt all too timely. In this moment, I mourned the death of former BU chaplain, theologian, my grandfather, the Reverend Dr. F. Thomas Trotter. In this moment, I was ch- challenged to find belief in peace during a tumultuous time of Grief. After receiving the news of the passing, I remember putting down the bard and picking up my grandfather's book, Loving God with One's Mind. In the final chapter, he includes an op-ed on his personal love of baseball and time. He writes, Time can be friend or enemy. We can save time, waste time, redeem time, lose time, make time, and even serve time. If basketball and football help us celebrate our struggle with time constraints, baseball is timeless. It assures us of the possibility that life may be meaningful without the rush of time. 2020 uncertainty in death. In March of 2020 I sat silently in traffic. Curling slowly along PCH, I pondered the abrupt end to my BU experience in the wake of COVID-19. Once home, my mind wandered aimlessly in the silence of the unknown. In this moment, I was challenged to believe in hope while consumed by uncertainty. As our country awaits a future of hopeful news, I turn to history to find inspiration. Abraham Lincoln, surrounded by corporeal death on the battlefield of Gettysburg, on the precipice of a country deceased, provided hope to a once uncertain nation proclaiming, it is for us, the living, to be dedicated here to the unfinished work which they who fought here have thus far so nobly advanced, that from these honored dead we take increased devotion to that cause for which they gave the last full measure of devotion, that we here highly resolve that these dead shall not have died in vain. Conclusions, climaxes, closings, culminations, Catastrophes, death, all instill an opportunity to discover belief. I believe that even in our encounters with death, God's presence actively challenges us to explore hope, peace, joy, and love. The four elements of Advent. Advent. A rediscovery, of rebirth. Death makes us mortal, facing death with hope makes us human. Death makes us mortal, facing death with peace makes us human. Death makes us mortal, facing death with joy makes us human. Death makes us mortal, facing death with love makes us human. I am grateful to be human. Thanks be to God. Amen.
9: In Paul's letter to the Philippians he advised, do not be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So let us heed his advice and pray. You're welcome to remain seated, stand or come forward to kneel at the altar rail. Now let us sing together hymn 473, Lead Me Lord. help in ages past, we praise you with gladness and joy for you are our God. We praise you because we know that you have blessed us and we are thankful that we know about the good news of your salvation. Oh God, our hope for years to come, we praise you because we know that you will continue to bless us. We remember those who sacrificed and fought for the freedoms we have today We are thankful that they leaned not on their own understanding, but let love and faithfulness guide their actions to change the status quo. We pray for those who continue to fight injustice, disease, poverty, and ignorance in this nation and around the world. Give us all the strength and conviction and courage to join the fight. O God, our eternal home, We pray for those who have ended their earthly journey and are now at rest. We remember those with whom we have had a personal relationship. For those loving spouses, parents, children, other relatives and dear friends, we are grateful for their presence in our lives. We are also grateful for those we don't know, who gave their lives to make this world a better place. For their courage, faith and hope We are thankful. Abide with military personnel, diplomats, missionaries, and all whose service takes them away from their loved ones. Give our elected officials the wisdom and courage to work together for the good of the country. We pray that they, along with the leaders around the world, work together to make progress towards peace. We confess our sins and humbly ask for forgiveness, gracious Father. We are thankful for the promise of your peace. We are thankful for the presence of your peace. Holy Spirit, teach us and remind us to live our lives in the most excellent way, with love. O Lord, our shelter, comfort those who are enduring tornadoes and floods, tremendous heat and droughts, illness, including PTSD, both diagnosed and undiagnosed. Loss, uncertainty, hate, and other forms of despair. We pray for our recent graduates, those who have recently taken the oath of military service, newlyweds, new parents, recent retirees, and all who are currently enduring or imminently facing life-changing events. Oh God, our guide, we pray that that they will acknowledge you in all that they do so that you may guide their paths. We ask these things in the name of the one who promised peace, our Lord Jesus Christ, and we pray together as he taught us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this daily bread
4: Come of thee, O Lord, and of thy own have we given thee.
0: Lord, support us all the day long of this troublous life until the shadows lengthen and the evening comes and the busy world is hushed and the fever of life is over and our work is done. Then in thy mercy grant us a safe rest, a happy lodging, and peace at the last, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.